Hi, you're listening to Faith Meets God's Grace with yours truly, Arlen Vanessa Rojas. This year, God placed in my spirit to talk about my faith experiences and share what He has gracefully deposited in me through His Word. May He enrich and touch your life through the messages that I speak. Hi, I'm your host, Arlen Vanessa Rojas, and you're listening to Faith Meets God's Grace. Today's segment will be about nature versus nurture with the biblical version, not scientific. I will add a couple of facts in there, but I want to more than anything reflect it on, again, my faith experiences and as growing up, how did I saw it applied in my life and what I took away from it and how God, you know, God's grace and the beliefs that I was grown up with um, took me along the way and guided me in the path that I am today. Um, usually we tend to think that nature versus nurture scientifically is black and white, uh, but there are some gray areas and I was reading an article from a person um, a Christian article and he mentioned that because we see it black and white we don't see the gray areas in other categories a part of nature and nurture he mentioned that there were four categories which is um, creation God's creation how he made us to his image and we read that in genesis when he created adam and blew life into him and then there's sin but sin is divided into pretty much nature which is our environment what's around us and nurture what we all what we influence what we allow to take over in us that is not uh god godly mannered and then lastly it was um the last category was grace and that was saying um the way that we show we're different and how even though we don't deserve it, God uses us and opens doors and how we should carry ourselves according to his word. So, um, I wanted to reference that uh, person, that Christian article, because it was a little bit of a foundation of how I did today's segment. And I want to read Proverbs 13, verse 20, where it says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools 
suffers harm. I saw this a little early in my young age, around 15, 16 years old. Uh, in this age, I started to work. I was working at McDonald's and um, I had my own vehicle. I could take myself from point A to point B. Um, I did have a couple of um, accidents um, as a young adult or teenager. Sometimes you're distracted and you don't have in mind how or why the law enforcement rules are placed for and you just take it upon yourself sometimes and I mean thankfully no one ever got badly injured Um, but there were instances where in that area I did have a couple of mistakes and errors Um, but again um, I felt like I was an individual I was becoming independent and I saw that it was an opportunity of growing and when while I was doing so I didn't realize how some things were being influenced and how it affected me um, so as I started working and making my own money I started seeing a way of how to help my parents and it was great at first Um, but then as the time passed I started seeing also a way of having my own money and being able to use it to what I wanted to use it for Um, like buy my own clothes purchase um, anything that I couldn't purchase before because I would have to ask my parents for but it also gave me a door that I didn't see at that time dangerous but it was and it was the chance of uh, like going out with incorrect people Um, I started going out and hanging with my co-workers um, some friends um, not all my friends were positive influence most of them were but not all and um, I didn't realize it at then because as a teenager we don't measure the risk for much anything but as time passed Uh, Of course, um, we started growing and um, some friends started falling off the grid um, in my circle, per se, in my personal bubble. Um, But then again, there will be other people that would come into your life and sometimes it's just for a period of time, but they also teach you things. And where I want to go with this is if you don't stick to... The beliefs that you were taught if you don't stick to what your parents taught you and if you don't listen sometimes because we as teenagers thought that or think that we know best that we know more that we're wise already but 
if we don't listen to those that have already been in that situation or have been through that age, we cannot become wise because we are stuck in our stubbornness and believing that we know what we know is right. And sometimes it is not right. Um, So I did a couple of things as I was beginning to become independent. And while I was doing that, I didn't realize how wrong it was and how I had left my beliefs at bay and um, how I was letting my environment take over what I could do or what I thought was cool, what I thought was right and left my nature what I was taught um, at the other end. So when I realized that I wasn't, what I was doing was not benefiting me in a spiritual way, I saw that I had to rectify what I was doing. I did have a couple of friends that I lost because I started to return back to my roots. Um, And when I started to take on my beliefs a little bit more outward, it made them uncomfortable. But in my mind, as long as I was doing what I needed to do for me and for my life to be used by God, it was enough. Why? Because there is a saying, <clears throat> a mundane saying, but very true sometimes, that um, that those that are angry at you because of what you do, that's correct, shouldn't matter because as long as you're doing what's correct, then what they say does not control what you do or shouldn't control what you do. Um, because if you're at least as long as you're doing what you need to do and it's on the foundation based on the foundation that you were made to like you were taught you're carrying on the discipline that your parents taught you you're carrying on the discipline that you were taught at church that you were taught at by the elders that you were taught by your authorities your leaderships your fellowships now that doesn't mean that you're just following what they're saying but it 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 shows that you, as an individual, are taking that decision as well because God gives you a will and a liberty to choose to do the right and wrong that he does give. And as long as you decide that you're going to take upon yourself to continue on what you were taught to stick to your roots, to go upon your foundation that you were set in, 
then you're going upon the nurture part of what you should be doing because you're not only doing falling into sin and keep falling into sin which is our nature we 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 make mistakes and we fail sometimes but because we're God's creation he understands now that does not mean that because we're God's creation he understands that we fail sometimes and we can continue to fail because then that's when grace makes comes into play and even though we don't deserve it God forgives us but it doesn't mean that you should take him as a fool or take his grace as um, something that will always abundantly be there because he also has other characteristics and you can see it in the Bible where he is also he has anger to those that are sinful not to the child not to his child but to the sin that keeps being practiced and we shouldn't take for granted his grace so when we begin to grow and become independent we should keep in mind that we should learn to focus and organize prioritize what we're doing and if it benefits us or is on the foundation of what we were taught like I said um, in the beginning as I was growing and becoming independent certain things that I was doing were like um, after work I would go hang out with friends Sometimes we would go to the beach at night. Sometimes we would um, go to the bowling alley after a hard day of work. Um, And in the environment, sometimes there would be other people, either um, not friends of mine, but uh, like the environment around us would either be mundane music or secular music um there would be people smoking people drinking people um doing other things and where i go towards this is that god doesn't mean for us to feel superior than others in the way that you as a person as a christian person would not, um, how do I put it, um, assist to places because they're drinking, because they're smoking. He actually asks us to go to the darkest places, to where the homeless are, to where the people that are in addictions are, to where people with Um, no resources are and they're probably in the most dangerous places are and to go for them preach his word show his love and take them out of that darkness but it also means 
we are of this world but not we are in this world I'm, I'm sorry but not of the world which means we can still associate with people that are not carrying themselves godly in a godly way but that does mean that we have to be the representation we have to be that um contra nurture to them because we have to be the counterpart we have to sh- manifest the characters of god and in a sinful world be the grace be be the um forgiveness be the healing or be the selflessness love kindness all those to all that the world is trying to also push um all the sinful uh ways like drugs um drinking um intoxication um and many other things but that's when we come in and we be the counterpart uh it's like we don't have to lose ourselves to help someone else to gain a soul for God's kingdom what we have to do it's be the example and show them how God has changed us <clears throat> not superiorly but different in a way that we carry ourselves through um actions we are truthful we are honest we are um our integrity carries with us no matter where we are who we are with so that's what we have to be the example of we have to be the in a way the light that they see through us so they can come to God and see yes we're not perfect because if we were perfect then there wouldn't be a church full of imperfect people trying to find the grace in God um for him for him to grace us with lessons or ways of how to become better because it wouldn't be needed and that's the beauty of it that when we come to church it's not because we're perfect it's not because we're 100% what he created us and is flawless no when he created us he knew we were going to make mistakes He gave us the willpower to choose to follow him or to go to the world. But in his heart, like every father, every mother wants their child to choose their beliefs, what they were taught, the discipline that they were given over what the world was trying to give, to influence, to push. <clears throat> 
into the life of that child. So that's what he yearns for, that we choose him over our desires, over what we want, that may not be what we need. That sometimes it is not what he has us to, or has our purpose for. So, even though that we try sometimes to um, try to uh, go through life as if, you know, uh, if I fall, if I make this mistake, God will forgive me. And you keep making that same mistake and you keep making that same mistake, you're not doing what the proverb says to be with the wise so you can become wise. What you're doing is companioning yourself with fools. Your your companion is a thought train of fools because you're gonna suffer. You're already suffering harm. You are going through life and making the same mistakes, which is, you could say the same pattern and you're not changing its course. You're just going in a cycle. So what the verse is saying is to, if you walk with the wise, you'll become wise. So if you see that you've fallen and you made a mistake, to not do it again means that you have to remember what you did to get that consequence, right? So if per se, while I was um, going into becoming independent and I started hanging out with the wrong crew and I started um, rebelling, getting home after curfew, or I started ignoring what my parents were saying, what I had to do is realize and what I did was realize that that crew, that influence that I was hanging with was not giving me the characters that I was taught to have, that the Bible and God's word was showing me I should have, which was love, kindness, obedience, honesty, right? <clears throat> so what I had to do is unfortunately leave those friendships behind. And I had to take a new course where I had to rebuild myself and take upon my roots again and walk in that new path. So if I wanted God to use me, if I wanted to be that testimony, I had to take a different direction. And some friendships weren't bad. Um, like I said, you learn from every person that walks into your life, but sometimes it's just for a season. It's not for a lifetime. Now, there are friendships and there are people that always stick with you through your whole life. Those you keep at heart, very close to your heart, and always make sure that they are benefiting you and your life in a good way. So they can, so you can always uh, feel that you are also being able to be an example for them. 
as you're receiving from them, you're giving as well. And that's the only thing that we can do. Um, When we speak, we speak with truth. When we talk or carry ourselves and walk about on, you know, in the world, we should walk with honesty. We should carry ourselves with integrity. Um, like I said before, wherever you are with who am, whoever you are with, you should always be one person, the same person that you've always been. Yes, we do sometimes um, lose a couple of layers because we're growing and we're learning to be better. But our character should always be defined on what we learned from the from God's word. Uh, we are his creation. We're beautiful. No matter our skin color, no matter our size, no matter our eye color, no matter um, if we talk and our languages are different, if we talk Spanish, if we speak English, um, no matter any of those, we're all beautiful. We're all children of God. And even though that sin tries to creep up in our lives, we should be able to stick to our beliefs, stick to the foundation that our parents put down for us in our lives and always carry ourselves upon it. Always have that in our minds and always that be the start of our path to anything that we do because we know we're gonna struggle. We know that as teenagers, as young adults, there's a whole environment out in the world that is trying to influence us. Either it's through media, it's through um, TV programming, if it's through what in the government is being to become beginning to become normal as <clears throat> what we know in our Bible that is is not correct, right? Um, I don't like to go into debate of um, gender genders and uh, um, social trends, but it's becoming our reality now. And even though we, according to our Bible, know it's wrong, we do respect at to a certain point. But we shouldn't allow that to push us to be influenced to see it as normal because it's not and we should always have that in our foundation and know that yes we're going to have rough days and rough times we're going to struggle because there are other forces that are in play the enemy is smartly being very strategic about the way how he's trying to influence not only the adults and what's going on with the young adults, but also with children. Um, he, I mean, it's it's being normalized even in TV shows that are for kids. So, and it's not only about um, gender equality or love is equal and all that, but it's also about um, you know rebelling and to being your own you and that you sh- you know. Um, how to do all other types of things. So 
always keep in mind that even though we were created at God's image, there is still sin that can that is resulted from us falling. But we shouldn't allow it to influence us to keep doing the same pattern over and over. Because God's grace does should not be taken for granted. Okay. Um, and to end the segment for today, there's another saying that always stuck to me too was, and my mom always told me, tell me who you're hanging with and I'll tell you who you are. That stung me because she knew at the moment when, as I was trying to become independent, that as she saw me breaking curfew and as she saw me um, behaving in certain ways, she knew that I was allowing my my um, who I was hanging out with influence how I was acting, reacting, and it wasn't the good way. I wasn't responding to that as being the counterpart. I was letting them influence me and changing how I behaved. Um, so. <clears throat> It stuck with me and it stung me at uh, at, to a certain point where when I started rebuilding myself, I understood what she meant. I understood how I should also portray it and be the example for when I was the leader of the young youth and young adults, how they should understand that you shouldn't allow, you can be with friends, but not always allow them to influence what you do because what you should allow to influence you is what God thinks and what God says in his Bible. So I leave you today with this segment and I hope that it's of a blessing to you and that you may reflect on whatever period of your life you're in. And if there's any questions that I could answer, please feel free to send me voice messages and I will love to be able to answer them in our next segment. I have loved being able to share with you all my faith experiences, and I hope that God speaks through me to you. God bless.